Hello and welcome to Delusions of Grandeur. I'm Lady Naomi and I'm here today with... Chrissy Marie! Hey, Chrissy Marie, how's life? Amazing, incredible. Wonderful? Yeah, that too. Good? Mm. Not bad. Not bad, it's Not okay. Bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're here for episode 24. 24. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Where did that time go? <laughs> I don't know. It flew. Time flies when you're having fun. Oh, that is true. That is true. I hope our our fabulous listeners are having fun. Are you having fun out there? Are you? <laughs> Let Tell us me know. if you are. Yep. Uh, so, episode 24, what are we talking about? We're talking about collections and collecting. Mm. <laughs> Thought you bit... might have a bit to say on this one. <laughs> it's a bit like the Silly Injuries one, isn't it? <laughs> this is your episode, doll. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like that. <clears throat> well, where do you want to start? What do you do you do you collect? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> it's a silly question. <laughs> what do you collect? Uh, well, I collect quite a few things. Mm. Uh, I collect old cameras. Mm-hmm. I collect sterling silver flatware, eighteen sixty to sort of about nineteen hundred. Mm-hmm. I collect watches. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't need to be a brand; just yeah. needs to be something groovy. Mm-hmm. I collect books. Mm-hmm. I collect crystal, but it has to be a particular kind of crystal. It has to be a diamond cut crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I collect pens and books and cats. Other people's cats. <laughs> um, not my own. So what do, you, what do you need to, to do to get a collection? Like what is, is a collection? Can a well, collection be one collection? thing? No, I don't think so. I think a collection has to be a multiple of one thing. Okay. How many? Like two, three, four? Oh, I think I think anything above two becomes okay. a collection. <laughs> sure. Oh, I think five hundred is a bit of a giveaway. Mm. What? Oh, it's not all about me. <laughs> I'm let's, happy for you. Let's to... <laughs> throw that around. What do you collect? Do uh, you collect? I I do, and and my collecting has sort of morphed over my life. Um, oh, so you've curated your collection? Uh, that's that's kind of a nice way to say that I've de-shitted it a couple of times. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh, yep, yeah, okay. yeah. De-shitting is a technical term for getting rid of shit <laughs> that you really don't want, should never have bought in the first place and no longer need. You know, that de-shitting can be physical or spiritual. Oh, and it's 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 enlivening, it's vibrant, it's have, uplifting. Have you put the copyright on the old de-shitting term yet? No, I don't think so. Oh, bugger. No. Okay, yep. No. Um, well, it's out there into the universe now. I've de-shitted a few times. <laughs> I always feel good after a good de-shit. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> a bit lighter. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, I, I, the main things I collect is I, I consider that I do collect art. Yes, um, yes. Because I've got, got yes. a couple of them, or three, um, that are, you know, oh, actually, no, four. Um, mm-hmm. I also collect Wonder Woman stuff. Wonder Woman! Love Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, I do... I have a collection of Barbies, but I, I haven't really added to it. So when I was a, a kid, I was given, oh, I think it was like 1988 Happy Holidays Barbie. And mm-hmm. uh, so I've kept them. They're still in their box. Although there was one that I nagged my mum to let me just bust the box open just so I could have a look. Oh, they were given to you to keep in the box? They were. Yeah, they were given to me as keepsake dolls. And they've moved with me. One, Five thousand times, probably like eight times, <laughs> huh? and I've kept them, and they've not been damaged by the weather or life or anything like that. So I, I have this beautiful collection of. They're now vintage because I'm so, <laughs> 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 which I think's hilarious. Like, yeah, great. Um, so yeah, you can call me a vintage Barbie collector uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. Um, I do also, 
<laughs> oh, I did. I, I, I don't know where they are, but I used to collect my children's teeth. Uh-huh. Um, that's that's normal for a parent. Well, it's funny because that's, that's why I did it is because my mum kept ours, mm-hmm. which, again, is really creepy when you find a bag of teeth anywhere, like especially the little bite, like the baby teeth. Oh, no, I was just given a, a whole canister of used teeth. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, let, let's not go down that road. I was going to say, yeah, maybe we shouldn't unpack that one. <laughs> Yeah, and but I, was... I appreciated them. I think they're fabulously exciting. I also collect coins, so oh, I not I not in a, about you. not in a professional way, but like I when when I use real money, which is rare anyway. So if we yeah, funnel yeah. this down to, yeah. to actually when it happens, but you get like a special commemorative coin or you know something that's not a normal run of the mill coin. Mm-hmm. I normally just put them. I've got a special zip in a little compartment in my purse, so I just pop the special ones in. Oh. Okay. Um, and then we've got a bigger container at home that we store them. I in. used to collect stamps. Yeah. Uh, first day covers, um, special edition stuff. But yeah, it doesn't retain its value. So the question with collecting is, mm. are you collecting because you're trying to acquire wealth or are you collecting for a passion for something? Does something have to have a greater value to be considered a collection? Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I've got a, a foot in each camp, to be honest. Okay. Um, so as we have navigated or continue to navigate self-managed super, mm-hmm. I, you know, because we've got, you know, like property and there's the portfolio stuff and shares and all this amazing stuff. I'm desperate to get like some kind of creative or actual like cool investment happening okay. in self-managed yeah. super. Okay. Pete wants it to be a T-bird. No, not a T-bird. Trans Am. He wants it to be this car. Um, but, yeah, so I, I I desperately want to add some some real fun to our, yeah. to our, our self-managed super investment. But I don't I don't know enough about stuff to go – because even last night we were looking at this amazing website that's like, hey, if you've got this stuff, you know, you're rich. And it was talking about, you know, like this um, ticket stub from a game in the – whatever it was or a, um, they were talking about VHS videos. So if you mm-hmm. have Beauty and the Beast on VHS. So um, that kind of got me going, oh, okay, you know, all these kids' toys that we used and broke and then ended up throwing out are worth a gazillion dollars now. But so- that's because everyone used them <laughs> and they were broken and they were thrown out. It's, it's the rarity factor that makes it well, valuable, it, not the fact that it was something incredibly unusual when it was first released. Well, that's that's why I, I've added to my collection of, and it's kind of like childhood memorabilia, Yeah, yeah. I think has, has been that. And so I, I bought a Poochie. Yeah, I didn't dog. know what a Poochie was, but this is a great story. Listen on. Tell yeah. the story about Poochie. So as a kid, so I'm sure that you're like, yeah, out there going, I know who Poochie is. Everyone's nodding. Like it's not a collective. Yes. Anyway, so Poochie was a, a little poodle, so a pink and white poodle. Toy. Yeah, it was. But it had like, a, there was a cartoon that they ran on the TV and it, it was merged to death. Mm. Um, and so one of my earliest and fondest birthday memories is when my mum made me a Poochie cake. And so it was the big dog head. But then the, the little thing for Poochie was you could buy this this one where Poochie's sitting and you push down on the top of her head and her ears would flop up and it would then push a stamp down under her body. It'd shit a stamp. No. <laughs> I can't think of a better way to describe it. It did not shit a stamp. It just it lowered the stamp down from the, the bottom of her body. 
<laughs> and it would do the stamp. And so, shit. so all of the little cupcakes were like the little stamps. And I was just Aww. like, oh, my God, points for effort. This is like... Again, the fact that I'm still talking about it probably almost 40 years after the fact. Oh, yeah, Joe, you've done is, well. That's it. <laughs> you've, you've won at, at cake making for a child. Um, and so love Poochie. Anyway, I used to have one of the Poochies that stamped. And at some point I've gotten in my head, I need to find Poochie. I need to bring Poochie home. And mm-hmm. so this was an international quest. I, I ended up sourcing a almost mint condition poochie with it's it's complete it has the sunglasses it's on the head shits. it still stamps it stamps, lowers sorry, the stamps, stamp yeah. so it still shits a stamp it, out it had its yellow stand mm-hmm. and and it was amazing but it was in the uk so when and through they this, were uk only they wouldn't sell that's to right. australia. i sent, I sent right? them this really sweet message going um would you maybe send it to australia and she's like no no. So I then used, I think it was forward to me as a mail redirection service. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've, you know, done all the bits and pieces and I got redirected. And, and so Poochie's been on this journey from the UK to me. And I am just delighted with Poochie. Like it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> she has pride of place in my glass cupboard in, in my study. So every morning I walk past her and I'm just like, Yes, um, she is. She's near my 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 Louis Vuitton. She's she's beside my Louis Vuitton, so she shares center stage um, in in my life. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, I'm like I can understand, I can appreciate the thrill that people have when they find out that the stuff they love is worth money. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's kind of the distinction. Some people collect because it the memories and allows them to walk down memory lane every day and they had great childhood memories playing with certain toys and that kind of thing versus the people who it's business and they buy that thing because it's worth money. Yeah. And I can't do that. I buy it because I love it. That's it. It's it's us with art all over again. Because I really don't need 50 pens (laughs) and I really don't need 300 pieces of cutlery. Uh, But yeah, I buy it because of how it's made. Yeah. Where it's made. uh, And just the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I think that's really important. In if you're collecting because you want to make money out of something, that's really not a good idea because trends change and interest changes. But if you're collecting for the love of something, yeah. What's going to happen to your collection when you die? Oh, it's coming with me. <laughs> so just pop it all in the coffin with you. Yep. yep. Okay. Throw cool. it in the fire. No, no, that's that's yep. good. Yep. That's yes. Well, I don't um, think they'll do that because I I remember there being an issue with crystals. The, yeah, you, know, you can't put them. Can't in. put them in the fire. Yeah. Well, look, you know, I'm hoping that I have the ability to hand those things on while I'm still alive. Okay. Um, but there are instructions. Oh, good. There no, no, are good, instructions. Good. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, because so, that was the that was the thing that we found with um, my mother-in-law's crystal collection. Um, so she has both Bohemia but also Swarovski crystals, mm-hmm, lots of mm-hmm. ornaments and that kind of thing. Um, and it it took up quite a big space in their home um all of this crystal and so we've we've found a way to honor it and keep it sort of it's a little bit more of it's condensed so it's still the same same stuff but it's it takes up a smaller space in in our mm-hmm. home um but yeah both as that um that nod to to having because crystal was such a huge part of her life having that also in our home yeah um but yeah it's it's interesting to have acquired a collection of other people's stuff with it not necessarily being your own yeah. passion or your own thing that you like to collect. And it, it is a nod to them and to their life. Mm. Yeah. I For pens, I don't know where the pen obsession start with. 
I have no real idea of what that was, but I do recall I bought myself um, a sterling silver pen set probably early 90s, a pen and pencil. And whilst I didn't really love the design of it, it was a sterling silver pen and pencil set. Okay. And I had it for years and in the end I was so in love with it that I actually gave it to someone. Oh. Uh that I thought they would love it too. They've probably lost it by now and or it's in the bottom of a drawer somewhere because I don't think they appreciated it as I had. Mm. And then I went through a real, oh, I gave away my beautiful sterling pens. <laughs> and so since then for uh, a couple of significant birthdays, I've bought myself three replacements. And so I don't mourn the loss of that set mm-hmm. anymore. Yep. Because I have three beautiful handmade sterling pens to replace it. But I also have the pen and pencil set that I was given as a child. Yeah. You know, engraved with my name on it. Yeah. My father gave one to my mother. Mm-hmm. I have her set as well. My mother gave one to my father. I have his set as well. Oh, that's so cute. And I actually have two timber cabinets that I house my pen collections in. <laughs> uh, and I tend not to buy... Anything unless it's spectacular now. Yeah. Like I really have to go, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So I recently scored an uh, a 14-carat yellow gold fountain pen. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how to write with a fountain pen. Okay. So that's something I need to learn. Yeah. Um, because these these are things that I love but use. Yeah. As a left-hander, you don't write with a fountain pen. No, no, I guess not. No. no. <laughs> Everything no. just gets smeared, smeared. and smudged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yucky, yucky. Although, um, Scott, hi, Scott. Scott is a lefty yeah. uh, and he uses a fountain pen in his um, celebrant work. Oh. And there is something he's doing at the moment to alleviate that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, let us we know. We talked about it the other night. Let's hey, more about Scottles. that. <laughs> um, for my silver flatware, I use it um, in a lot of photographs. Yeah. I, I hate polishing silver. Mm. For a while there, I collected tea services. So there were three-piece, four-piece, five-piece tea services. Can you just, for the people who aren't as into this as you are, what's in a tea service? Oh, a teapot. Yep. A coffee pot. Uh-huh. A hot water pot. Yep. A sugar bowl and a milker, uh-huh. creamer. Yep. Uh, and often a uh, a stand, a salver or a tray. Yep. I don't drink tea oh. or coffee. Or oh, coffee, <laughs> And I don't know where that obsession starts, but I think it was Timothy Swalt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it might have been Timothy or Rodney. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I went on a real binge where I had to have so pretty much every tea service I saw. <laughs> um, not just uh, not just sterling, but silver plate and um, ceramic as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've still got all of those. Okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, for the flatware, it was more that in that early period, they were handmade. Mm. And, um, you know, my aim was always to own a piece of Bateman, um, which is an English silversmithing family. Okay. It was Peter, Anne and William and their mother, Hester. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have some Peter and Anne and William, but I don't have any Hester because... I don't have the income for a piece of Hester. Okay. But, yeah, it, they they were at a time when um, silverware was handmade 
And then very shortly afterwards, the manufacturing industry started. Oh, this has become a history lesson. Uh, and I know. <laughs> sorry, was I nodding that. off? Yeah, you were. Sorry. <laughs> so let's go on to books. Um, I, I do. I love books. There's nothing. I mean, I, I, I would love to spend part of every day just reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't read as much as I used to, but my books fall into generally two categories now. That's Australian history, generally navigational, yep. and photography. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm at the moment one of part of the renovations that we've talked about is putting in a whole wall library. A library for in, the lady uh, in the actually where you're sitting right now. I hate yeah. to have to tell you yeah. in the podcast. Room. Be, can we can we create like a little space where I can just stay here no. and all the books just get stacked around, around me? You. <laughs> Might look a bit tacky. Have a Chrissy Marie that. shaped hole in the. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Um, yeah, so I don't know where collecting came from. I don't recall either of my parents being collectors of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that may have been through economics or or their upbringing or the their age or their the fact that, you know, my mother was born into poverty. So mm. things weren't collected. Do you think that that – because I, I, I think it's a, a curious distinction between hoarding and collecting – and, and we've already, I think, spoken about hoarding in terms of like that. If you kind of grow up with not much, you are so desperate to hang on to what you have. And it's like, do you think that collecting is shaped somehow by that socioeconomic beginning or those, oh, those formative years? possibly. Yeah. 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 In terms of yeah. what you collect, but also how you collect yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. I don't collect as much now as I used to. Mm-hmm. And I have... De-shitted um, quite a few things. Like I, I have an odd collection of um, emu and ostrich eggs, mm-hmm. but they're, originally their use was aesthetic uh-huh. and now their use is more for photography. Okay. Do, does, do all of the items have to be kept together for it to be considered a collection? Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. Do you not think that? I don't know how I feel about it. The organised little party in me goes, we'll put them all together. Of course. Like, like with like, you know, that's that's how we organise our world. But Because they want to be displayed together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Although with the pens, they're in cabinetry. Yes. They're in, in drawers. But your books are everywhere though. Like because you... Oh, I limit my books to just the one room now. Okay. Oh, okay. No, not, not really. <laughs> it's like, maybe is that not. true? Maybe not. Well... <laughs> Can we get the fact checker out here? No, let's not take any photos in here today. Um, yeah, sorry. Mm. No. Have you ever heard of anyone, a strange collection or an interesting collection? Oh, yeah. I used to know a guy who collected coffins. And for uh, one of his birthdays, I gave him a headstone. Um, where does one store multiple coffins and why does one store multiple coffins? They were stored in his house. Um, and you know, this is the, not giving me any clarity. <laughs> the favourite party trick was, you know, get the newbie and stick the newbie in the coffin and lock them in the coffin during the party. Right. Uh, but, yeah, he had a, an obsession perhaps with that kind of stuff. And, yeah, you know, difficult to buy for, let me assure you. <laughs> uh, so one year I had a headstone uh, commissioned for him. Uh, which took pride of place in his backyard. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, 
I don't know. That's probably as strange as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I've seen on, on the television people who collect, like, the earwax or toenails or that kind of thing, Ew. which I just think is... Really? That's disgusting. Yeah, that's like, not a collection. There that's is, filth. <laughs> that's right. There is no pride. I'm sorry. Be- if I've just offended someone out there, <laughs> if I've offended one of our listeners, get over yourself. <laughs> Why are you collecting your belly button lint? That's a- which, interestingly, for men is primarily blue. Um, because of because they wear jeans more than women do. Wow. I'm sorry, but that... Uh, no, that was a very yeah, important fun sorry. fact to have thrown in there. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, I think that there's there's no right or wrong way to be collecting, but some stuff, maybe have a bit of a look at yourself and consider if you should be collecting yeah. it. See, I don't consider my current collection mm. of teeth to be a collection of... For myself, it's yeah. more something for the studio. Yeah. So I don't count that. Okay. Yeah, and but it, I, I look at it as a collection of things I have a passionate interest in. Yeah. And yeah. so for me, it is flatware, pens, books, watches, old cameras, silver and, and crystal. So stuff that you love or stuff that you've got really positive memories and association with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And often things that you have been handed down, received mm. from a, a previous generation, yep. that holds some uh, worth to me. Yeah. And often if you have one of those items, you might want to obtain another two because I like things to be in odd numbers. So it, c- it can't be one. Uh-huh. It, it's a minimum of three. Uh-huh. I think we've unpacked a, a collection of quirks that you... <laughs> you think? <laughs> We've tapped into some rich content here. Mm. <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, I, I think that we're probably towards the end of, of our discussion about collections, unless there's anything. Oh, we haven't discussed the displaying of said collections. <laughs> I think okay. displaying is an important part of collecting because if you've got it and you've got it hidden, what is the point? Depends what it is. Well, yeah, I guess your children's teeth, but you don't even know where they are. That's they're in the shed. They're in the shed. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think that's that's the thing. Some of the stuff is you collect for you to have, and maybe you unbox it at a certain time of year, or you know, like I think that some collections are private, whereas others are more conducive to being displayed. Some may look better being displayed, and some may spark joy by being displayed. Whereas others, you, you may not necessarily want to run into them every day. The coffin man also collected locks of hair. See, that's creepy as shit. And so, but no, if not really. <laughs> so it, it was his mother took a lock of his hair every birthday. But why? I don't know, but she packaged it up and gave it to him for when he was, I think, twenty-one. Oh my god! So he had this collection of his own hair that he feels compelled to keep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's but, a lot going on here. But then in Victorian times, so uh, pre-photography, hmm. when someone died, a lock of their hair was taken, generally woven into a piece of mourning jewellery. Uh-huh. So it was a necklace or a brooch or a ring or a bangle that had a lock of the deceased person's hair inside a case as part of the design of the jewellery. Right. Because there weren't photographs of what they looked like. Hmm. That's what you had. Mm-hmm. You had a lock of their hair. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, th- was, that... was your friend born in Victorian times? <laughs> no, but he had an interest in um, older older things. 
So I think a collection needs to be displayed. Mm -hmm. It needs to be looked at. It needs to be touched and analysed. And its worth is in the joy it gives. Okay. Whereas, you know, I've got some stamps still, but I don't look at them. No. I know they're there, but I have no interest in them. Yeah. But I guess they are realistically a collection. So at what point do you decide to move them on, though? Or do you just hang on to them because they don't spark joy? So what do you do with a collection when you fall out of love with a collection? Well, I think that's the time to piss it off. Sell it. (laughs) Give it away. Because that's what I did with all my cow stuff. Yeah. Because when we first met, you had the cow obsession. Yeah. You were you were you had the website, you had yep. the domain name. Yep. You had the well, you're known I as I had the nickname, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, and that came from at some point in my teens, I was like I love black and white cows. And really? so everything that was a black They're and white the cow. They're the tastiest ones. I bet they are. <laughs> Apologies to all of our vegan listeners. Sauce. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and and then when I got married and you know had kids and all the rest, I was like, oh, maybe. And I think it was both that physically it took up a lot of space, but it was also I'm not that same person as I was when I first fell in love with. So Jess. does it offend you that I still use your nickname? Not at all. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, I remember moving your helping you move house a couple of times. Which time, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and there was a, a large image yep. and it was primarily had like it was really vibrant and alive and it was beautiful and then you got rid of it, I think. No, no, it's still in the shed. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I've tried okay. to sell it many times because okay. my ex husband gave me that as a birthday present. Oh, okay. Um I and that's the that's the thing I struggle with. I love it because it is an original piece of art that has these really fun, quirky cows. But it's as part of my first marriage, it hung in a very prevalent part of our home, and so many in many homes. Yeah, that's it. I have really, really vivid memories of that that image. But then I also have it, its origins and where it come from, and the story of me receiving that as a gift. And in many ways, I kind of go, it just doesn't feel appropriate that that I have that in pride of place because it's it's very you know, bittersweet kind of stuff that it, it brings up. So it, it's a beautiful image. Yeah, but I don't think it is in the same range. As your current art collection. No, no. It's a very um, juvenile type. Um, it's it's yeah. a caricature. Yeah. <laughs> They're fun cows. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it is gorgeous. But I have tried to sell it um, a number. So if you are in the, the business for, in the market for a, a beautiful cow print, um, let's turn this into marketplace. Let's, you know... <laughs> If anyone wants to offload a collection of anything, let us know what it is. Put, you put your price up. Yeah. We, we can connect sellers with buyers and buyers with sellers. So does the love go when you move on? Uh, well, I, I think that because the collection is often inspired by that love or that positive association or that positive experience, if somehow that experience is changed, then the relationship with the collection can't not change. Yeah. 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 Phew. Mm, that's deep, man. It is. <laughs> no one's getting my pens. Okay. <laughs> and I've got to say, I made a point, the, the one I bought for my 60th, I used every day for the year I turned 60. That's cute. I made a point of using it every day. Yeah. Beautiful pieces, beautiful handmade pieces. I have no skill in making them myself, but I can see the... The craftsmanship that went into them. Yeah. And that's where the joy is for me, the beauty of, of the manufacture. Oh, so it's just like a good pen. I like a good pen in my hand. It has to be balanced. Yep. Well, yep. someone recently, I recently photographed a family, a beautiful family, and uh, I wouldn't accept payment because I don't feel that that's appropriate. 
but they gifted me four pens that they had made as a, as a wood turner. Uh, three were wood and one was acrylic. Mm-hmm. And the manufacturing, the craftsmanship is superb, but they're perfectly balanced. Yeah. In your hand, yep. and a pen has to be balanced. If you're not into pens, go and pick one up. They have to be perfectly balanced in your hand. And this gentleman who made them is a master of his craft. Yeah, yep. Um, and I'll say it here. Thank you, Mr. Foxford. They are beautiful. Um, yeah, so enough about my pens and my watches and my books and your Barbies and your shitting cow. That stamps. It's pretty. It doesn't shit. Yeah, dog, not a cow. Um, Yeah. Are we are we done with collecting and collections? I think we can put a put this collection in a box and move on. Oh no, we've got to display it. Let's display it on Spotify and on. Yeah. But yeah, we'd love to see pictures of your collection. Let us know what oh, you yeah. collect. I would, you know, if it's Absolutely. if it's baby teeth, maybe maybe not. Um, but <laughs> you know, if it's baby teeth, I want to see them. <laughs> How do you display them? How does it like? What do you do with them? So we would love to know more about what you are collecting and what you do with it. So hit us up. Delusions of Grandeur podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, throw us some photos on Insta. Please. I want to see. Yeah. Yep. Spill. Spill. We're desperate. I might, if I, you know, I might put up a photo of a pen. Maybe. Just pick your favourite. Pick some cool pens. Oh, well, <laughs> there's a can of worms. Can't pick one. Can you have a favourite? Uh, well, no, because you love them all differently. Yeah. That's what you tell your kids, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, even though it's a lie. <laughs> Jokes. I mm. love all my children. Mm. <laughs> I love most of your children. Some of your children. No, I do. I love all of your children. Your children are magnificent. Um, my finest collection. Your finest collection. I don't have a collection of children, thankfully. Um, but enough of collection and collecting. Yeah. What's next week? What are we going to talk about? Oh, it's getting a little bit spooky. Oh, shit. We're going to talk about tarot and mediums and beliefs and i'm out a little bit of woo woo oh no bring that bit of wood we're talking about yeah so we're gonna just you know share some some experiences and have a bit of a chat about where we stand on on about paying charlatans to give you an opinion because they (laughs) think they know you do you want to keep some mystery for next week like (laughs) (laughs) yeah excellent well we will uh see you and your collections this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Upload some collection photos. <laughs> I want to know what people are out there. Like, there's obviously something I'm missing. No, you don't need another thing to collect. Are you sure? <laughs> Positive. How do you know that? <laughs> oh, did you ask your tarot card? That's exactly right. Oh. My, my medium said, your Lady medium Amy does said. not need to collect anything else. She asked the bit of wood. <laughs> uh, and for that note, hi, Alicia. <laughs> um, see you all next week. Amazing. Catch you then. Bye. Bye.